We have a commission from God and instructions from God to live in peace without spot and blameless. I'm quoting from 2 Peter 3, verse 14. He's talking about the last days and things that will come in the last days. And Peter shows us that this world will be destroyed by God at the end of this world. And how should we live, he says, seeing that all these things shall be dissolved? And he goes on to tell us how to live. To be found of Jesus when he returns, in peace, without spot, and blameless. Stay connected to God by taking to God everything that concerns you about today, tomorrow, the future, the end times, all your concerns. Take them one by one to God in prayer, settling it with God, trusting in God. When I turn on the television news, and I do watch it sometimes, but when I turn on the television news, all of a sudden there'll be a story about the gas prices or the prices of food, and it will scare you. You have to come back to the promises of God in the Bible. My God will provide all your need and focus on that to offset the fear that you've heard on the television news. It's like you've gone out into a basically cesspool and you've come out of the cesspool and you have to clean yourself up. All of these fears promoted on television news require that we clean ourselves up by prayer and taking the situation to God and focusing on what he shows us about the price of oil, the price of food, the various concerns that they bring forth on their television program. And why do we watch it? Because our flesh is curious. We want to see what is going on out there. But you're not going to watch it in peace. It's always problems that you won't even know have existed if you don't watch. I'm not telling you not to watch. Sometimes I watch. But I know often I have to go and get scripture to keep from being afraid. So you see a lot of the times news is not news as it used to be. They used to tell the news back in the 40s when World War II was going on what was happening, where attacks were coming. Now so much of it is, this might happen, that might happen. If they attack here, this might happen. What can you do about it? What can I do about it? Of course you can pray if that's your motive for watching news. Most of our motive for watching news is curiosity. So we do bring additional trouble on ourselves by those things we watch on television. 
we need to focus on such things as James 1.5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. I had two types of medicine I was taking. One was affecting the other negatively and actually made me sick one night because one was affecting the other. And I said, I just don't know what I'm going to do about this. I really need to take both of these medicines. One of them was NyQuil for congestion, so I could keep speaking on podcast because my throat gets clogged up. And the other one, I've taken sleeping pills for years. So I needed to take the two things, but they were negatively affecting each other. And I finally was just kind of talking to God, and I said, I just don't know what to do about this. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, you could ask God for wisdom. I said, oh, (laughs) here I've done it again. We forget to pray, don't we? If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. And immediately upon hearing you could ask God for wisdom, I did ask God for wisdom. And as the evening progressed, I felt that I needed to separate those two pills from each other, take them about two hours apart. So I did do that last night, and it worked great. But see, we forget to call on God. We try to figure things out ourselves. Concerning the end times, Jesus warned us, Matthew 24, Because iniquity will abound, the love of many shall wax cold. And I believe that he means the love of many toward things of God will wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Iniquity is going to abound in the end times. Jesus tells us that in Matthew 24, verse 12. And he tells us what will happen because of the iniquity. But he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. Reading the Bible, renewing our mind to the Word of God, trusting in God, checking ourselves to see who it is that we're putting our trust. See if we're doing something to trouble ourselves needlessly. Especially things that bring us fear need to be dealt with. This time we live in now is very dangerous. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, In the last days, perilous times 
shall come. Because there's so much iniquity and because the example is so antichrist, the morality, the sins that are really actually flaunted in front of our face. I've heard many times them say things like, oh, he's going to have a new baby, and that he and his fiancée are going to get married in about six months. Things like that. It doesn't fit Bible at all. And we often see women on television who are just almost naked, flaunting evil by their ungodly appearance. Recently, a very shocking woman appeared on television screen. She hardly had any clothes on. And I thought, I wish they would stop that woman from wearing these things. And immediately I heard from the Holy Spirit, you cannot control this woman and what she wears, but you can control this by turning the TV off. You can control it by turning the TV off. If you just sat down and analyzed one of the programs that you watch on a regular basis and just note the number of times evil against the Bible, evil against the way of God is brought forth, it might help. I'm also very shocked the way gambling has developed in the past year. I used to watch a television show about, pretty much it was about college sports. One day I turned it on and here are all of these colleges and all the odds on their next game because it is sponsored now by a gambling association. And they want to stir you up to gamble. Well, years ago, I saw a scripture that I wanted to live by. It's in Genesis chapter 14. It concerns Abraham and the king of Sodom. Starts at verse 21. And the king of Sodom said unto Abram, Give me the persons and take the goods to thyself. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lift up mine hand unto the Lord, the Most High God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine lest thou should say, I have made Abram rich. I don't want to win the lottery. I won't be winning the lottery because I don't play the lottery. But I don't want it in my heart to get more money. God supplies all my need and sees that I have exceeding abundantly above all that I ask or think. So what would I want with more money? And that's been so deeply in my heart for 45 years. But I don't like to see the gambling thing because I know it stirs up their heart for evil. 
it just shows us, though, how far we have come towards sin in the world. When you turn on your television set and your college football team has some certain odds, I don't even know exactly what odds mean, but they have certain odds that they will win or lose the football game and you can place a bet on to, as you're sitting there in front of your television screen. I don't want anything that's theirs. I don't want anything except what God provides for me. Another very shocking thing to me was I was watching television one day and a former NFL quarterback began advertising that he would be I don't know whether it was speaking scriptures or reading the Bible or praying. He was going to be doing something. The next time I saw that same quarterback on television, he was working for a gambling association, and that's been this current year. And I just groaned. Ungodly people that are going, that have sold themselves to read the Bible or do something like that on television. And the same year, turn around and try to get people to gamble on sporting events. This is just an increase in the inequity. We have to do what we can to live in peace. So in Philippians chapter 2, verse 12, we read, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my absence only, but now much more in my presence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Evaluate your own lives. Eliminate the things that you find harmful. Hold fast to that which is good. Reading some scripture, Titus chapter 3, verse 9. Avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. Second Timothy 2.23 But foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing they do gender strifes. Proverbs 3 Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Philippians 4.19 But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Why do we want more when God will supply all of our need? Why do we want to lay up all this treasure on this earth that's going to be destroyed, perhaps even in our lifetime? None of us knows exactly when it will happen, but we can see it coming 
because the iniquity is getting greater. We also have that wonderful scripture in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Renewing your mind to the Word of God so we can prove the will of God as well as not be conformed to the thinking of this world. And remember the scripture, the love of money is the root of all evil. You could get yourself in really bad places by following after money, as the world does. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.